Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Business. I'm Mr. Clean, host with a Hitman. Hello, everybody. Hope everyone is good. Hope everybody's well. This week, everybody, we are looking at AEW. Yay! Your favorite, your favorite time. <laughs> you can tell people by my voice, I'm so excited to talk about <laughs> AEW Revolution. Okay, people, AEW Revolution. You know what? I know people are going to say, oh, here comes Gable or Mr. Negative. Believe me, I'm more positive than most of you people. You know, sometimes, yes, I can be slightly perturbed, <laughs> annoyed. But this show for me, <laughs> Mr. Clean. Yes. Then <laughs> uh, I win, first of all. Then I win. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I would, we need to double check what the, um, the results. I, 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 I haven't, been, I haven't tallied them. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if you did because there's some big ones you lost. Uh, I we know. Might, I we, might, we might have to reference back to what we what we we said, but we're. I, I know you got the first one right because you you predicted yep. Ricky Starks to beat Chris Jericho. Yep. Yeah. So you got that one. Remember again. You know, let, 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 let's just go through the let's 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 go through it. Let's go through it bit by bit. Let's go through yeah. it match by match. Yeah. So I, I didn't watch the pre-show that no, was added, and we and we didn't predict on that one. Uh, but yeah, the Ricky starts Chris Jericho match. Uh, yeah. No, because I I said that maybe maybe a new member of the, the society will join to yeah to sort of um, bypass the rule that the JAS is banned. Yet Sammy Guevara just strolled down anyway <laughs> and just got stopped by Action Andre. So it's like the the stipulation didn't stop him. Action Andre see, had to stop him. I didn't see thing is me. I, I don't get this sort of thing. Like, again, it's like the referee. Mm. Like remember it's always said to me years ago, it's like in the in the WBF. Like you you get like test or you get like um not Hogan, but you get you get like uh like a savage or someone that literally beat up the referee, power driving him in there. I'm thinking, well, you guys are the authority. Mm. But to me, it's like, well, they, it's like, you know, referees don't mean nothing. Because, <laughs> you, you know, you can beat them up. They won't DQ you. You can elbow them. They won't DQ you. It's like, well, okay, fine. You put a stipulation there. If you interfere, you know, don't interfere in the match. Don't interfere in the match. You know, you're banned from ringside. Mm. But yet that, that, that goofball still comes out. It's like, well. Yeah. Eh? I suppose, to be fair, Action Andretti was on it. So, Craig, the referee didn't have to even have to get involved. Yeah, but, but I mean, at the same yeah. time, to me, it's like, well, if Sammy's there sort of thing, okay, you know, DQ Jericho. Mm. Yeah. DQ. So okay, so, you know, because to me, you made it. They made it such a thing that okay, you're you know you're banned from ringside. Yeah. You, you say you're, you're you're banned for a reason. If mm. you're banned, if you okay, if you're banned from something, if you go there, you will get arrested, you get a fine, you get something. Mm. It's like it's like there's no consequences, like you said. Like, you know, we said off it about consequences. Yeah. There's no consequences to this match. What consequence 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 was there? Nothing. Mm. Okay, yeah, you got beat up by the other guy, but it's like, well, you expect it to happen. You expect it. So to me, yeah. it's like, well, okay, it doesn't, doesn't really mean nothing, but yeah, I suppose Sammy Guevara is so so cocky that he he's the only one that's gonna sort of override the stipulation. Yeah, maybe I, I don't. Yeah, I don't quite get the the reasoning, but I mean, it's it was stopped dead, and then Starks just beat Jericho. But remember, I did tell you it made no sense basically for him to be beating him up, beating him up, beating him up, beating him up. You know, and then next thing you know, you know, they're, they're barred from ringside and he, and he still wins. Again, yeah. you know, I, mean, I, I like Jericho. It's like, ugh. well, I think, yeah, it just it makes Ricky Starks look a bit, yeah, solid, more solid, like solidly beat Jericho twice now. So he's proven he's 
he's worth against him. It's not just a fluke win. It's yeah. like he's definitively got a win over Chris Jericho. Mm. So, that's, but yeah, that's it's an elevation for him. You know, what, I was gonna, you know, before we go to the next match, I know a lot, a lot of people have talked about um, Jericho air quotes elevating people, but you know, by um, allowing them to have moves in and allowing them basically to, you know, have have the heat on him before he beats them. Mm. Do you really see this as like an elevation for Ricky Stark, like a legit? Legit, legitimate um, elevation for Ricky Starts, or it's just like, okay, you know, you've beaten him, but it's like, well, it's supposed to mean so, but really, it's like, yeah. Within AEW, because Chris Jericho is like, he's the first champion, he's kind of like given that status, isn't he? He's like one of their, mm. so one of the guys, like, still to beat in a way, like to beat him is a big deal. Oh, yeah. It's like you've beaten like the resident legend. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. and the fact that you beat him again and beat him on pay per view, it, it's, it means something. No, like, but. Knowing AEW, knowing how they are and everything, usually, for example, like Warlord and other people like that, you know, we've, we've seen in the past, they beat certain people and it's like they don't follow on. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that is the, I mean, yeah, to be fair, WWE have, have done that a lot in the past. Oh, yeah. Miss. That was, yeah. Lots of Miss, like, it used, it used to feel like, okay, once you hit like a certain thing, there's somewhere to go where sometimes you, someone, yeah, examples like Rusev and people like that would <sighs> get hot yeah. and it's like there's a real buzz around them. And it's like and they had something big going on, and then boom, that's it. Now we're, we're done. Like we just move on. Now relegate them to like losing matches mm. quick, quickly on Raw, and it's like that's all forgotten about how dominant he was. The man who's beating John Cena and coming in mm. on the tank, it's like yeah, you got this big thing going for him, and then you drop yeah. it, and that's so they're they're guilty of that. Um, but in there, it's more like okay, cool it off a little bit. You need yeah. I think with Ricky with Wardlow, it's harder because he has that. He had that kind of monster type thing like when's the monster gonna break away from mm. like from dr frankenstein that kind of thing mm. and then like yeah that's a big I've, with anyone even if it's not a monster but i think it's harder when it's a monster because you can't always keep up the the monster thing for too long without especially in that environment we talked about it because a lot of people would criticize goldberg and people would criticize lesnar because they're so dominant and and that's what Wardlow was built on, being dominant, like beating people in a few minutes, powerbomb symphonies and stuff like that. Once he mixes mm. it after a while, like they, they want him to have competitive matches. And so it's, it's harder. Like you've, you've given him all that buzz. And when he's finally broken away, that was a brilliant storyline. But it's like, okay, yeah. now, now you're just having him re- have regular matches. So it feels like a come down yeah. you know, in a way. But um, yeah, at the same time, at least he's like he's winning and they can just heat him up again. But he's, like, he's not going to be able to have that storyline again. It's a, it's like that's like like was it say like lightning in a bottle, yeah. And also like you can't keep going back to it. You can't all right now. Let's put him back in a stable and have him like being you know like when's he gonna explode? Mm-hmm. It's once it's done. It's like it's in a way. It's like you've already hit the high point. Where do you yeah. go from there? That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I think the problem is he's kind of been built up as like a Goldberg or a, yeah like a, a a destroyer, someone who beats people quick, but now they don't want him to do that. Hmm. So now he's just another guy, yeah. And for that reason, because he had such a buzz with his storyline, uh, Ricky mm. Starks is not that kind of character, so that helps. Nah. Him. Yeah, yeah, you know, he can compete. He had a match with MJF a little while ago for the title. He could go for the title again. He could go for TNT, or you know, he's got or he's got he's got more. He's not he's not got that expectation on him or that. Oh, he's he's the monster, the power like. Wardlow's big selling point is like the Powerbomb Symphony and stuff like that and him being like this, you know, beast. Mm. But he's not 
being booked like a beast because they don't want to, I guess they don't want to get the beast backlash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So I think, yeah, there is, there is some definitely like things that still there for Ricky Star. He doesn't always have to be in a big storyline, but they're, they're bigging him up that <laughs> so he can actually beat somebody. Yeah. I'm asking you can't, yeah, not everybody can, otherwise it does, I, I do, yeah, obviously storylines are great, I do think storylines uh, are good, but within reason, like, they don't always have to be over, overly convoluted. Sometimes I remember you said before, hmm? you know, you, you, I remember you said before, you don't need to basically be taking someone's wife, you know, no, I mean, someone's that, kids. Or something. No, oh. exactly, <laughs> I, think, I think sometimes just the fact that two people are going to fight each other, and then, like, again, you put it in a real sports context. It's like matches happen because matches are going to happen and they're going to happen for titles and stuff like that. And when a yeah. match comes up, people say some stuff in the build-up. Yeah. That's, I think that's a perfectly good build-up sometimes in wrestling. Sometimes you want it to go deeper and you want it to be a bigger thing. But sometimes the heat is from them, like, you know, basically, what are you going to do, you know, to, like to Cody Rhodes? And Roman Reigns is going to, you know, he's going to insult him a little bit. Mm. And then Cody's going to take exception to that. And Roman, yeah, and Roman's going to, yeah, and then it comes to a, so, hey, I mean, at the moment, the way they're doing that in WWE, you've got the Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes feud. They haven't really gone, yeah, they're starting to throw little bits about Dusty in there. Mm. And it, there's, yeah, again, that's a story, but it's not like, oh, they're trying to get trying to get in his head. And that's, that's them, yeah, like, what's your, what's your take on the match coming up? And it's like, Cody saying he needs to, yeah, he needs, wants to win it for this. You, like, you don't, it doesn't always have to be so over the top. Yeah. That's, that's believable, you know. Like his dad is a was a wrestler. His dad didn't win the title. He wants to win what his dad didn't do. Hmm. Roman Reigns is like the dominant guy, and it's like you know, and he was trained by Cody's father. You know, yeah. like helped train by him. You know, like yeah. coached by him. So it's like there's a there's a that's a storyline. Hmm. That's already a storyline. We didn't have to go like you don't have to go and and mess with Brandy or yeah, you know, he might. I'm saying that they probably might do in the build up to it, but you don't need him to go after Brandy or Cody's, you know, or Beat up Dustin, which you can't. Uh, you, you know, yeah. you know me already. You know yeah, already. No, but I'm, I'm saying you don't have it. to all the time. Sometimes a match can just feel like you can just build that on some other premise, and there's different premises to build. And sometimes it just it's the spirit of competition, and it gets a bit personal. And then it's like, yeah, you, know, you have your face to face, and then it's like, okay, we can go now. And then, mm. you know, it's like there was no real reason other than these two are fighting. They're you know they're alpha. Mm. And and they sort of yeah want to want to butt heads. So I'm just saying like some, I feel like it never always was like okay, it's a it has to be a grudge match. Like you need a reason. So basically, uh, if no one gets pissed off at each other, no matches happen. <laughs> like what? <laughs> well, this is sport. Says so like yeah. all right, all of a sudden we get world peace <laughs> in wrestling. <laughs> There's no wrestling matches. Like I can't fight you because you didn't do anything to my wife. You didn't. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I can't. There's no reason. I have got no reason to fight you, man. <laughs> so I just sit down and talk. You know, yeah, like matches happen because matches happen. Sometimes there's a storyline oh, yeah. grudge to it, but it doesn't have to be like, oh, it needs it hasn't got a good storyline going into this match. So, so it's it's a big match. I think you know, looking at you know heat and uh, <laughs> heat and burials and things. Mm. The next match, personally, I was looking forward to it, literally because again, you know, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian guy, so it's like, well. Well, Christian Cage is back. He, you know, he's doing his thing. I'm not a big fan of Jack Perry anyway. I thought, yep, Christian's going to come in there and just beat this fool. No, you actually thought, you thought he'd bury him. <laughs> I know. Well, the we, thing is, we like I said, predict- I knew better. I knew <laughs> yeah, better, but I just say, thought, you know you what? Say. Yeah, we, I knew yeah, better. We didn't but, do the prediction on the podcast because this one was announced after we did our predictions. Yeah. But we, we spoke on the phone and yeah, you said that. Like, you said to me at the time, like, 
I got to back my boy, but I yeah. don't really. I'm, that's probably gonna, I'm probably going to lose this one. Yeah, I, I don't, what happened? I, mm-hmm. I was right. Yeah, I think again. I love the fact that well, he wore that. Um, what was it? That uh, not Venus. What do you call it? Um, turtleneck, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Well, around, he wore yeah. the turtleneck, and I loved it because again, it, it's it's slick. It's that kind of in a way, it's that kind of cool factor as well. Mm. But Jack Perry, I'm sorry, he just. Ugh. To me, again, the fact that Luke's his, his dad builds nothing. It builds absolutely nothing. Again, I love the fact that you know me already. I like to go. Again, I'm the kind of guy where I go for families. I go for anything. Mm. He, you know, I think. What it? I think he, he was it? He blew a kiss at um, Jack Perry's sister. Mm. And to me, those sort of things. Again, you only do that because you know it winds people up. Yeah. You, you know, it it it, it destabilizes them. This guy, I, I, you know, I, I don't know what it is for this guy. You know, uh, what was it? Christian Cage went for his mom, went for his sister, and it's like, hmm, hmm. It's like, I, again, people, it's not that I'm stuttering. I'm just thinking, your dad was Luke Perry. The guy, your, your dad's an actor. She, I'm sure he would have taught you some sort of like acting skills or, you know, facial expression, something. It's like he's very like one dimension, no facial expression. Anything. I think, I think he's trying to show like he like he don't want to go this far. Christian's forcing him to like take a darker edge, and that's also like you... burying him. Like he don't like to do a concerto. Yeah, but did you see like... how stupid he was on Dynamite? Where it's like he took forever. Mm. Yeah, but that's what he's trying. That's what he's trying to do. It's like he's conflicted. Like he hates Christian and what he's done, but it's like he don't want to be an evil person. That oh, you fool! Like, get out cr- of here! Crush someone's skull. Well, they, they, you know, they go after your family, you know, they talk to you about your mm. mom and everything like that. Oh, you know, um, I'm angry, but I really don't want to go. Get out yeah. of here. Yeah, but then that's why, that's why it pushed him to finally do it. Like, to go to that extreme. And then... Uh, you yeah. know what? That's why, yeah, obviously it's storyline. That's mm. why he's glad, he, he he better be happy if someone, that is someone, if someone that questions and not me. <laughs> you know me, Anton. You know me. I'll, you know, I'll be, I'll be crazy. So I'll, I'll go to the... <laughs> oh, gosh. I'll go to the kind of list basically where I'll be like Donkey Kong in the sense that you know that Donkey Kong will take Peach and goes and climb to the um, climb to the top of the building. <laughs> so you're gonna, do, you're gonna be like King Kong. Donkey Kong is, is, the, is the computer game. <laughs> you know, I was thinking of Peach. That's why I think of Peach. I think he, well, Peach. he was in the original uh, Mario. Yeah, he, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Before Koopa, yeah. he would have been stealing the princess. Yeah, me. Basically, it's like when he's talking smack, grab his mum's it, basically. Grab his mum, throw in the back of the car, drive off. You know, you have Stephanie, help! <laughs> you know I mean? It's like, again, obviously in storyline, but it's like, I'd go that deep. I'm like, listen, I'm doing this basically to get something out of you. Come on. Mm. Obviously, it's AEW. And obviously, people these days, they're so soft. Even even if it is wrestling, they're so soft in there for you. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's like Christian's basically doing everything he can. Mm. And still, it's like, come on, man. But in terms of imagining everything, um, you know what for for what it was, it was okay. It's okay. Mm. I think again, Christian to me, you know, I like him. He's the man. You know, uh, in terms of his work, is really good. I like his promos. Um, I think Christian made him look much better than what he is for sure, definitely. But I know people were talking about how you know Christian blew up and everything. Uh, the guy was basically wearing his, his um turtleneck. And again, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so the total next good and it's bad. <laughs> but I'm sure that the arena, that arena was overly, overly hot. Mm. 
really, really hot. So it's like, okay, yeah, but you know, people say, oh, you blew up and everything. Does it matter? It was a good match. You got what you wanted. Move on. Leave the guy alone. And again, the guys want the guys want near fifty now. Mm. He's only fifty again. Mad at it when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember when he first came to the BF. I was mm. like, yeah, the guy's near fifty. So it's like, give the guy, give the guys some sort of credit. The guy's still, I think, Christian's in very good shape anyway. It's not like, oh, he's like in his thirties or forties. No, no, he's thirties or even twenties, and he's like, he's looking shabby. Yeah. And he can't go. He can still go. Mm. Yeah, he can. You know. But yeah. The uh, Jungle Boy, as always, was it Jungle Boy? Jack Perry hit the concerto. <laughs> oh gosh, you had to and find yeah. out. I mean, that's it. It was, it was said to be it's a buried alive match, but it was yeah. done in a different way, was it? You had the dirt up, then you had a coffin, yeah. and then like he went in and shoom, the coffin goes down, shoom, like sink, yep. like explodes, <laughs> and boom, it's almost like trapped all. Yep. Yeah, they done it in a in a very theatrical way. So I, I, again, I lost that one, but I did say already that it was losing. You, you did, but yeah, did still. So we were one-one yeah. at that point, and then yeah. this one you came unstuck because I remember the big debate for you about well, how the elite always going to win, the elite win, the House of Black got no chance, and and what happened? The House of Black won the the trio spells. But didn't I say? Didn't I say though they were going to win? No, them? you said they wouldn't. You said they're not like they don't mean anything. Like it's it doesn't matter. They're the nobodies. The elite are like they don't lose. They're obviously going to win. Fair enough. And then you so you you cover yourself saying, "Oh, they'll lose to prove to you that they can lose." Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, that don't make sense. no sense. Yeah, it does. They're always going to win, but every now and then they'll lose to show that they're all they're not always going to win. It's like so. I, I was right. I went out on a out on a limb because I I wasn't sure that the House of Black would win, but I thought I'd go for it, and they did. Mm. So yeah, I was pleased with that. And I, I mean, obviously, those matches. When you get oh. matched with the elite, they're always like so many near falls and keep breaking up at the very last minute. And it's like, because I always keep watching, think, oh, which way is going to go? Because he was, yeah, like all the super kicks and went for the, for the Meltzer driver. And at one point, it looks like, okay, they're going to, yeah, they're going to put away the House of Black. Then no. So it was, yeah, it was a, it was a win for me. I'll be honest, this match for me, I was feeling it. it for once, it's like, to me, it just felt too much. Mm. It just felt too much. I was like, damn, it's, it's just... Uh, 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 uh. It's like there was no pace to me. Yeah. And you know, again, you know, usually it, it doesn't matter. These things don't usually matter, but it's like, oh, it's, it's, too, it's too much. To me, it just felt too much. But again, Malachi Black one, old buddy, buddy. What a name, though? Buddy, buddy Matthews. Buddy. What's your name? Okay. Hey, buddy. Okay. Buddy. Well, okay. buddy, buddy Holly, there's been buddies in the past. Buddy Roberts, Buddy Rogers. Yeah, I know, but it's like buddies. Like to me, buddies more like a, a more like a, a respect. Yeah, buddy. Hey, like buddy. Yeah, it's like mate. Yeah, you, mate, mate Murphy. Mate Murphy. That could be a good. <laughs> that's, that's Australian <laughs> as well. Good eye, mate. Mate Murphy. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, he's he, he always in it. Yeah. No, but the thing is, I, I always thought that buddy was more like a like a piss stick. Like. Hey, buddy, like people rub your head. Hey, buddy, oh, oh it is right, buddy. yeah, well, it's not also, yeah. it, it can be a like a term of endearment as well. You're right, buddy, but it's a, it's it depends. It can be used sarc- same as mate, mate can be a term of like endearment or it can be well, a I know sar- you. I'm like, sarcastic. Like, I know like, you, 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 you take it personally. It's, it's the tone, <laughs> I mean, the tone can change anything. Tone can change buddy into being condescending, yeah. <laughs> and mate, yeah, like change that to being like sarcastic or whatever. It's, it's the tone, the word, yeah. the word isn't, and, and the word can be a name. I mean, it's not you a like friend. You like friend? <laughs> yeah. My friend. Like, yeah, it's not, you're not really a friend. Or son. You like son? 
All right. Yeah, son. Son. Yeah. Like, yeah. Listen, son. You know what? You see the ad. I know I know we have to move on this match and everything. Mm. I know a lot of people rate this match like top notch. To you, would you say it was like top notch? It was just again, it was just like we said before, just a match and to use up a yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean it, it, to be fair, like again, I didn't watch a lot of this card. I didn't watch top to bottom because mm. I mean for one, I knew that the the MJF Brian Danielson match was an an Iron Man match. And I thought I yeah. do I will watch that and I will give give that the hour. So I think mm. to think like you're gonna sit and watch everything top to bottom. Yeah, like by the time you get to an hour long guaranteed match, you might like I wanted to I wanted to give that a fair shot and enjoy, and try and enjoy it. So I thought if I yeah, if I end up watching the whole like hours and hours of that. And yeah, and, and it's yeah, because we know those matches they a lot of times they do for me. I can get disconnected after disengaged watching it because it's just constant, 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 just moves, 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 mm. moves. As great as the athleticism is, I would say. So I, ca- I can't mm. give a fair sort of comment on that. I mean, I, like yeah. I, said, I watched it, t- I watched it towards, I, I watched a bit at the start, I moved it on, I watched it towards the end, mm. watched the finish. So I can't yeah. really give a fair assessment. But, you know, again, if people consider that the, their favorite match, fair play to them. Yeah. I've got my, yeah, I've got my favorite match of the card. Everyone's entitled to their own. Yeah. Next, next we have the AEW Women's World Championship. Is it Jamie Hater, Ruby Soho, and Paige there? Sorry, isn't it? yeah. He's going to Paige. Sorry, yeah. This match, I'll be honest. I only watched literally the last three minutes. I'll be real with you. I, I I didn't watch all of it, but from what I saw, it seemed okay. Yeah, I mean, I go I, again. I watched the finish for this one. Yeah, um, I, I just saw the last three minutes. It seemed okay. Again, I, to me, the again, I was more listening to the crowd and listening to you know the involvement and everything. Mm. The crowd seemed a bit like, yeah. And again, people, you know, uh, you know, as we, as we record this, it's it's, it's in today international uh, women's international day. Yep. And for me, we celebrate women every day. It shouldn't just be one day. Same thing. We should celebrate. You know, uh, men, women doesn't matter. You know what, what, what your the race there. I hate the word using race, gender. but doesn't matter what your gender is. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what your country is. You should, you should be celebrated and appreciated every single day. Mm. And I know today, for example, there's a lot of comments. Basically, people saying, "Oh, um, Ruby Soho's gotten better from how she was in WWE," and you know, Jamie Hayter's, you know, is a, is a very, very good worker. I was thinking Ruby Soho wasn't anything special in WWE anyway. <laughs> from what I remember, she wasn't anything special. Was she part of that group with um, Sarah in Derby? Uh No, did she? Was it her and because she came in with a new group, didn't she? That's it. Right, oh, the uh, right squad, Liv Morgan. The right squad. That's Liv it. Yeah, Morgan sorry. and uh, was it Sarah Logan? Sarah Logan. I apologize. Sorry. Or was it Sonia Deville? I can't remember. Was Deville on her side or the... no? She was the other side. Was it Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville, and mm. and that was Paige, wasn't it? Sarah. I, I assume so. Yeah. I think so. I think that was her group, <sighs> and then she had like a rival group. Ruby Riot. Cause I, yeah, I'm, cause I'm, I remember her in WWE. Mm. And it's like, I'll be honest, when I saw her, I was like, yeah, okay. Just, it just, I mean, again. yeah, she, she weren't a terrible, she weren't a terrible worker in WWE. She just, no, but she it, wasn't she one. Was, that, was, she didn't really get the big spotlight in the women's division. I heard. No, so she, she didn't stick out. It was like, if you were there, you were there. If you weren't there, no one's missing you, sort of thing, which is a shame. Mm. Which is a shame. But again, I think, well, they're saying that uh, was it? He's like Kenny Omega basically is the man who's basically directing the women's wrestling, which mm. makes me laugh really. But 
he's basically directing it. He's trying to put a lot more emphasis on, on it. Yeah. And again, I've always said to, I've always said to you, Anton, I'm not going to like something just because you told me to like it. I like it because I like it. Mm. Whether it's men or women's. If it's good, I'll say it's good. If it's not good, then I'll just say it's not good. Mm. But again, people, you know, I only watched the last few minutes of the match. Yeah, and I think a lot of that was built on story as well, isn't it? About whether Ruby Soho was going to join up with Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter or or with Soraya and Tony Storm. So a big part of it is the story, which they then did at the end of the match when uh, Jamie Hayter won. Yeah. You had Ruby act like she's on their, like she's come around to their side, chucked out Soraya and Tony Storm, but then she double-crossed them. And then they beat yeah. them up and they did the spray. They're doing like an outs- like outsiders type angle, aren't they? Even to the yeah. point they're using the spray paint like the NWO. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I assume probably that's going to build to like uh, Jade, maybe sort of getting involved. Mm. It's like her, because it's like um, originals, isn't it? They're like yeah. AEW originals, the outsiders that have come from like WWE. That's why That's why it feels like they're, they're building. Like that's the impression they're trying to give. Like because Soraya came... From WWE, Tony Storm was there at one point. Ruby Ro- mm. Ruby, Ruby Rojo, <laughs> Ruby yeah. Soho. Yeah, doesn't doesn't make you laugh though to think that the whole uh, from what I kind of gathered, AEW basically is possible, but the wrestling, the wrestling, the wrestling. But yet they again, from what we've seen so far, and people, you people, you know, people can out there can say, "Oh, Gabe, how dare I say this?" But it's true. I was always told when the AW first started, it's about the wrestling, it's about you know the moves, it's about the spots, it's about the points, it's about the wins, the losses. Storylines seem to be going on every single match here. But that, it seems, I mean, that's, you know, yeah, it seems it seems to be very WWE eccentric. Not to ask, I, I think thought, the thing is they yeah nah, now nah <laughs> now they see you, 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 you can't even give credit you can't even give credit <laughs> say, it's true no no true. yeah I'm saying they are but I think I feel like they've definitely become a bit more all-rounded over over like no. a couple of years. No, they have, because before it was about like more like the indie wrestling. Now, like you've still got that, but you've also got some storyline. You've also got big names. You've also, like, yeah, they do put an emphasis on traditional style, like, you know, wrestling stipulations and titles and things point, like that. Was that what, 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 the whole point is that AEW is not like, it wasn't like AEW, so not AEW. It wasn't like TNA, because remember the whole thing, basically everyone, you know, pissed on TNA, which I hated. Yeah, but, but no, but pissed they, on basically WWE. We're not like them. We don't want their WWE stars. We don't want this TNA But stars. I do think they've handled it a lot better. Like, they have made it feel like, a, I mean, for one. Hypocrites to me. They get, they get a really good, like, yeah, the, the product looks on a par with WWE, production-wise. No, you know what? You know what it reminds me of? Mm. I, I, know, I know you may say no. Do you remember how WWE was in like 2000, 2001? Mm. When I watch it, that's what that's what I feel. Yeah, like but when still, I, it, I mean, that was big, I, I it was big production, it. wasn't it? That's what I mean. Like the, yeah. as it looks, yeah, and the size of their crowds and stuff like that. They feel like a yeah, they they don't feel like a lower league, a low low level league, which is good. And the, the well, bigger than TNA. Of, I do, I think so. I mean, okay. TNA had the stars. Yeah, they had Booker T. They had like Kurt Angle, loads of like Sting, really like big name stars. But it still didn't feel like a big league, the promotion as much. Like it's like the crowds, like the yeah, the ratings and stuff that AEW is doing. I I'd imagine is doing a lot better than TNA was at its peak. No, no. AEW is less than a million, and people out there, you know, on our Facebook, on our Twitter, um, the, the business. You have uh, let's talk business. Put it, put uh, show us basically the ratings over the last month. I've seen basically you've dropped from one. To like 800,000, 700,000, where TNA was making at one point for a long time, TNA was doing 1.1, 1.3, 1.4. Yeah, 
nearly two million. Yeah, at but, one point. but also so, at, at the same time that TNA was going, uh, yeah, there, there was a lot of times they were treated like a laughing stock of of wrestling, like with the Russo jabs and stuff like that. There was a lot of like it was often seen as like, oh, it's yeah, it's where the WWE rejects go and all this kind of. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying that was the perception of it. Whereas AEW have kept themselves some credibility. They do feel like a big time league. They do have, yeah, you know, and they've got they've damn got as, as many like like the the amount of top. Oh, Anton, come on, no, let me finish. What did it do? The amount of top stars that TNA had, where they yeah, like you could list off loads of them: Kevin Nash, Booker T, like people who had really big name recognition. But they have got some. They've got Brian Danielson, and yeah, the people that have a WWE recognition, and they are starting to add more. But they're not going. They haven't gone on like massive influx of them. So yeah, and John Moxley can be seen as yeah. You know, XWWE, but they've they blended it in well. I I feel I feel they've done well and they have like so they're similar to do you remember back like back in the day there was like when it was the WWF and NWA was sort of transitioning into WCW. Yeah, the thing was about like this is where like it's like you looked at like NWA was wrestling. Yeah, wrestling WWF was more cartoon. Yeah, that's kind of like the thing that they they present like yeah the home of wrestling and stuff like that is like they're yeah. putting it like where the actual wrestling matters. Because that was a big thing for a long time. People, you know, saying with WWE, it doesn't. The mm-hmm. wrestling doesn't matter. So I do feel like they put a lot of importance on the wrestling meaning something. The quality of the matches, the the results of the matches, and not throwaway. Mm-hmm. So they have that going for them. But they're also, yeah, they are as they should. They can't just be. They're not being like the niche product that only appeals to like fans of like moves, 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 moves and indie style wrestling. Like we can have the main. I don't think so. I mean, we'll get to it with the main event. Yeah, yeah, but and I feel like that'd be an example of them going and the other way. But right. yeah, so what's the yeah. next match? What's the next? The next one? match it was, was uh, the Texas Death Match: Hangman Page, John Moxley. I think didn't we both predict John Moxley? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we both got that one wrong. I'll be honest, and you know, maybe maybe it's because I was obviously what Adam Page has done and everything. I didn't care. I didn't care lick about this match. I couldn't care about this match at all. Mm. Again, nothing against Moxley, but it's just like after the, you know the thing with Adam Page where he talked about with CM Punk about you know the advice and everything, and also you know not list you know again it's it's stupid because again I don't know the man and you know I'm not speaking to the man, but I just think it's stupid in his part with the JR thing, not listening to him and going about how you know the the, the senior guys can tell me, but I'm doing what I'm going to do anyway. It's, it's just it's ignorance, mm. and uh, I think after that for me, my opinion of him has kind of gone down after that. Hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I just I just don't care. I don't care about his matches. I just don't, you know, I'm never a big Adam Page guy anyway from the beginning. Hmm. And again, I, I never understood this fascination man. I never I never understood it. He was, you know, he's there. Again, Mox is Mox. You know, but even him, it's like he you know what it feels like to me with, with Moxley? Even hmm. if he's just going for the motions. You know, people used to curse people in TNA about oh yeah, the guy's just going for the motions, Booker T, Kevin Nash, blah 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 blah. He just feels like it's like, yep, I'm making this what five million, six million dollars a yep, yep, just keep going, coming in, yep, 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 yep. And again, I know Cornet hates him. <laughs> Cornet, all these guys basically crapping him because obviously, you know, he's gear, he's wrestling, everything. Mm. To me, he just felt like, yeah, I, I don't know what I watched it, but I was just like, yeah. I, just... I mean, it was, it was a bloodbath from like, John oh, yeah, Watkins. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... Yeah, but, he, but again, he, a lot of his matches are bloodbaths anyway. I know, and I, I was going to say, that is one of the things like I've, I've seen sort of criticism saying where, like it feels less special because it happens all the time. Ah. So, yeah, there is that. So, I mean, they had the barbed wire. 
but then sometimes that kind of like it that sort of i mean there was a there was a spot where uh page wrapped the barbed wire around himself to do the moonsault off the the top to the outside stupid and i just yeah like i just thought like really Stupid. I get like I get what they try like oh that's like a next level but it's like really that that's gonna do virtually nothing to the guy that you're doing it to yeah. any worse than it'll do to you because you're wearing that on your body like because yeah. because it's gonna like a moonsault like a glancing thing anyway it's not like you yeah. splat on the guy and you're know, like and land on him squash him so it's like what really does that do I might nick him <laughs> like a little ah, cut he's like give him a little nick from it and really it's piercing you. But it was, yeah, the idea was like that. Yeah, that's, and also I think when you do that, the fact that it, yeah, and I don't want it to, but I'm saying the fact that it's not ripping you apart is showing that, okay, it's not legit. I assume it's not, yeah, there's a lot of not legit barbed wire in there, which we don't want them to be ripping themselves up with it. But at the same time, then you slap it. Yeah, you you know what the damage would be done with barbed wire. So. And the thing is for me, on Dynamite, if they both come, like, let's say, for example, like Adam Page doesn't come out. For example, or let's say Moxley doesn't, doesn't come to, to Dynamite. To me, I believe it. I'll believe the story more if one of you doesn't show up, or you know, one of you comes up basically all that bandaged, bandaged up. That's yeah. I think it was, like, yeah. Like, you know, you know, like he'll he'll bleed and he'll come out and roar after the pay per view. It's like, oh yeah, he's got the bandage over his head. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Undertaker, that sort of stuff. If you come out looking brand, you know, looking brand new, no scars. Well, no scars, but you know what I mean, but nothing mm-hmm. to kind of show for it you know, nothing. It's like, well, what's, what's the point then? Yeah, and I think a match like that probably would have made more sense. Like, yeah, you do come out in non, not just your normal wrestling gear. You know, like if you'd have wore like a cowboy shirt or something. Like, yeah, look. Then then you're wrapping it, like, you know, like Mick Foley when he fought Edge. And yeah. then you barb, like barbed wire. And it's like, okay, yeah. he's wrapping it around these flannel and stuff and it's sticking to his clothes, but it's like, it's not going straight through to his skin. Because you're, to me, That's you're that. an idiot wrestling, wrestling in normal, normal gear and, okay, yeah, I'm tough. Mm. Well, okay, you're tough, but you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Okay, I mean, yeah, to, to be fair, it wasn't, a bar, it wasn't a barbed wire match, but at the no, same I time, know, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, coming into a match like that and it's Texas death, like you know, come out like a cowboy. That's what I don't yeah. know. It's like it's like you're dressing for the occasion, and it gives you, yeah, and it's, it's giving you an excuse. Remember, to wear some he's layers. a cowboy. He's a cowboy. That's what I mean. Anyway, yeah, so he like, is a yeah. cowboy. It's a Texas death match. It gives you a reason to have some layers on. For it, but yeah, that's, that's it's nitpicky. I mean, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. decent. That yeah, and it's good. I mean, the finish because he did he, he hung him, didn't he? The hangman hanged John Moxley yeah. and got a tap, like, got yeah. a tap out finish. So that felt quite like, dramatic when he you know sent him over there with it. And it's just like, yeah, John Moxley's like panicked, tap, 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 and he and he went over. Personally, I think Mox has lost quite a bit. I think he, I think he's lost that aura that he had. In again, people can say. Oh well, AEW, you know, we're different, we're better than everything. I think Moxley meant more in WWE, even though even though they didn't really always use him good. Mm. He's like I think he, he's dropped completely. I think he's dropped completely. He's, he's as, a bit as, like as, Chris as, Jericho as well. Like they're the gatekeepers. Like they are seen as like the resident top top guys that you know beating them means something in AEW. It yeah, still is, but, it's, it's a big thing. So yeah, it'll be used as a stepping stone for people. Yeah, yeah. if you want to like if if Paige maybe is going for MJF. Beating John Moxley is a big win, and he's like, was he three-time champion now or two? Two, two. So yeah, he's still he's multi-time champion. You know, he's like the resident top guy within AEW. Is it free? It might be free. It might be know. free. It definitely. Yeah, he had it originally, didn't he? Then he got it off uh, Punk. Yeah, it is free, I think, because he, he got it off is Punk it? and lost it straight back, and then he won it again, lost to MJF. Yeah, it's free. Okay, free yeah. fair enough. Mm. Yeah, but um. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a strange one, but you know what? To me, I look at it and say, you know what? It, let's say it was an Austin, or let's say, okay, we're not going to go Austin. Let's say it's like Undertaker or someone like that. If they came to AEW, I'm sure they wouldn't, be, again, they'll get beat, but it wouldn't be just be beat. Again, I'm clicking my fingers, people say. <laughs> you obviously probably can't hear it, but I'm clicking my fingers. Um, I'm sure it's not going to be like, okay, well, you win 10 matches and obviously you lose the one. They, you know, you win six matches and you use the one. And it's like, no, you, you build him. You, again, he's special coming anyway. And again, if you're going to lose, you lose to someone who you, you think and who you believe is going to be worth putting over. That's going to do something down the line. Mm. If Mox is going to lose to, to Hangman, okay, lose Hangman, but do something with him. Don't just make him lose to Hangman. It's like, well, and then he, Hangman goes again. I also go out afterwards. If you're not going to do anything after, there's almost point. Yeah, but I assume he will. I mean, like I said, either he, <sighs> like, he might be the next challenger for MJF, or yeah, at some point we might get CM Punk back. And that, if he does, that'll be a Hangman Page versus CM Punk. You'd assume. So yeah, who know, who knows where where the CM Punk situation lies? But also, MJF. Uh, yeah, we'll get to it. But MJF retained the titles, so that could be his next challenge. Hmm. Yeah. To me, you know, it, it, it kind of falls in line with the next guy. So I, I look at Wardlow, you know, Wardlow, Samoan Joe, TNT title, um, Samoan Joe, double champion. You know, this, this guy's been there for ages. It makes me laugh. <laughs> He's still just, you know, the small SWAT guy. He's a small submissive, submissive machine, yet he doesn't do much submissions, to be fair. But again, Wardlow's out there. Never again, nothing against the guy, nothing against him. But Cut his hair. Well, you got his hair cut and everything. He's doing his little sit down with JR, like I said before. The match in itself, eh, it was all right. Mm. It was all right. But at the same time, I think I might have said Wardlow's going to win it, but I'm going into it thinking, okay, you know, Wardlow's going to win sort of thing, but I feel like they made Simone Joe look like an idiot. Because then, uh, who was it? Um, was it Pockets? Was it Pockets? Yeah, Pockets beat him, innit? Darby Allen. Yeah. Samoa Joe. Darby oh, no. Allen. Darby Pockets is the other one, isn't it? Or, or Orange Cassidy. Cassidy. So, people, I, I know I'm using a Jim Cornette phrase now, but I, I've, you know, since I've heard the name Pockets, I just call him Pockets. To me, it's that thing where Samoa Joe, like I said, lost to Darby Allen, and it kind of took the shine from him already. Because to me, it's like if anyone's going to lose the belt, if, well, if anyone's going to beat Samoa Joe, really, it should be Wardlow. And it's mm. like, okay, well, to me, Joe's already been beaten. He's already been beaten. He's been beaten again by Darby Allen, which I can't stand anyway. And it's like, well, to me, it didn't mean as much. Mm. People may say, oh, well, you know, it's definitely match there. But it's like, well, it's that thing of where, for example, you got Roman Reigns. He's undefeated for you know, three, four years, you know, three years, whatever it is now, nearly. Mm. Yeah, and sure, let's, yeah. say if it's, let's say let's say Sami Zayn beat him. And to me, it means something. You beat Roman Reigns, you end the record. Roman Reigns basically beats him again, and then Cody beats him. It's like, well, mate, you lost this guy already. Yeah, me, definitely, definitely would take me, away from Cody's. For me, who respects fighting, like real sports, again, I would say real sports, sports in general, you know, competition, these sort of things. It's like, well, um, the shine for me from Cody don't mean nothing. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I beat Roman Reigns. Well, Sami Zayn did it already before you. Mm. He, he, you, you didn't end the street, he did. Austin, when Austin had the belt. People want to go on like, oh yeah, like he was champion for, for ages. No, mate, he was champion for a couple months. Kane beat him, held it for one day, and then Austin basically beat him on Raw. You understand? People, again, people want to pretend like, oh, you know, 
oh yeah, you know, it, it, champion for a long time, it means nothing. Oh yeah, it, it was a blimp. No, blimps mean something. Darby Allen beat Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe won it back. Wardlow, I said to you before, already before. He's a big guy. He's Batista. Kevin, that's big, sexy. He's supposed to be, he's supposed to be one of those things. Again, I don't really care about hairs, nothing like that, but I don't know. It's, yeah, I think personally, if, again, and I can't even want to say it, if he was in WWE, if he had, you know, the Triple H or someone behind him, I like to think that they would use him correctly. I think in AW, it's just like, nah. Nah, I just, I just, I just don't, I don't think it's good. Mm. I think, he, I, think, I don't think he means, I, me in person now, he means nothing. I said to you before, when he went ten minutes with with, with pockets, that's what probably I mentioned pockets before. Um, Orange Cassidy people say, when he went ten minutes with Orange Cassidy, I was like, you know what, um, Wardlow, get out of here, because I know, because to me, you're power bombing people. You know, you you power bombing because it Cass, Cass mm-hmm. or what's his name, Big Bill, William, Big Bill. Big Bill. <laughs> William Mercy, what his name is? Big Bill. Big Bill now, you gotta go Big Bill. He's Big you know Bill now. Because to me, I, I, I think I can keep hearing Cass, Cass, Cass for so long. It's okay, it's Cass is like, yeah, Big Bill. He beat Big Bill, who's what, six foot five, six foot six, you know, you know, built like a brick. Beat him in less than five minutes, but yet with um, Orange Cassie, you're taking 10, 12 minutes. Now, nah, sorry. You're powerbombing this guy, throwing around referees, beating this guy, beating this guy, but yet you're struggling with uh, a skinny twig. He puts his hand in his pockets and flops around like, like, like a fish. Nah, sorry, mate. For me, the hype, the hype behind, again, like Goldberg, the hype. I don't believe the hype. I don't believe the Wardlow hype. That hype for me is gone. It's gone. Mm. Yeah, you know, you, you, people complain about this match and, oh, it wasn't like any other matches. It shouldn't be. And I think this is the thing with wrestling, what annoys me sometimes. People say, oh, you know, Simone is Joe, he's good and everything, but he's not what he used to be. Simone just only 50 people. Yes, 50. People can say, oh, yeah, 50 is young. You know, being in your mid-40s is young now. Okay, fine, I hear that. But what you could do in your 20s, most guys, most guys even listening, couldn't do now. Most guys in their 30s probably still couldn't even do what Simone and Joe can do now anyway. Mm. So don't criticize the guy. Don't say, oh, he's fat, he's out of shape. Okay, yeah, maybe he is. What about but, you? Yeah, but he's always he's always been a big guy. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I'm sure the big guy can probably outrun most of the people now. Mm. Again, they had their matches, they did their power bombs and everything, fine. You know, they, they, they did their moves there, I think. Wardlow won, fine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean that's the thing, like, at least, at least oh, for Wardlow, at least he's won. It, what's, his new, he, what's his new name? I'm the war daddy. I'm the war daddy. Again, he's, he's a Kevin <laughs> S. ripoff. He's a Kevin S. ripoff. I'm the war daddy. Big sexy, pull the strap down. Yeah, you rip off, man. Mm. Thing is, eh, I mean, it, and he, beat, <laughs> he beat Samoa Joe with his own finish, didn't he? he beat, like, choke, like, put him out with a sleeper. Kukina, what does that Kukina, mean? Kukina, well, I mean, it's a statement, what does that statement victory, isn't it? When you beat someone with their own move. Which Look, your, I like Samoa Joe, but he, you, lost the, you lost the Darby <laughs> Allen. Sorry, mate. Sorry. <laughs> live, like, it, you know live, in the like mo- live in the moment. Stop holding, <laughs> stop holding it against him. He lost you know me, I like him, but you lost, poor, you lost poor the Darby Wardlow. He went 10 minutes with, with Orange Cassidy. Samoa Joe's lost a match to Darby Allen. I can't enjoy this match. No, I enjoyed it. It's like, mate, you beat, you, you beat Samoa Joe. Okay, fine. Fine. Next. 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 Nah, so, so, yeah, go, go on. <laughs> oh, boy. I was hoping Jeff Jarrett, I was hoping, it was like, you know what, please, Jeff Jarrett, your dad's that obviously, 
you know, as I've said before, rest in peace, Jerry Jack. But I thought, you know what? Just give it to Jeff. You also had Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen in this one. They were the, yeah. the determined team that, that was decided uh, on Dynamite after after we'd made our predictions. So we going into it, it was a T, TBC with the, the other tag team. But did I, did I say TBC? No, I think we both we both picked the guns to retain. And yeah. And they did. But yeah, I mean I, I, yeah, I could have seen it going to Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Didn't they um they had like a dusty finish yeah. a little while ago, didn't they? On, on Dynamite where they beat the acclaimed. Yeah. And then they made the match continue. But I could see, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could see them winning it. You could also see the acclaimed getting it back. I, I fought the guns and then obviously, you know, for a good reason that the guns retained and you had FTR make their return. Again, I'm pausing people because I'm like, okay, I like, again, I like FTR. Don't get me wrong, you know, I like yeah. FTR. However, however, people are saying that okay, you know, FTRs, you know, you know, they're the best tech team at the moment. I'm not saying they're not people, but I guarantee if they really are the best tech team at the moment, Tony Khan would would have want them to not be in the show. Say so Tony Khan would want them to be on every single show. There's a reason behind why they're not on the show. Again. I look at the guns and I forget that they're Billy Gunn's kids. I, I'll be honest. Obviously, yeah. I, they look like... You, you'd think they're Shawn Michaels' kids with the gear. Yeah. They've been wearing yeah. Those, those <laughs> like Shawn Michaels' attire, aren't they? You saw it in it as well. Yeah. I was like, and huh? that one. And, I, and I've seen him perform <laughs> like stuff that looks like Shawn Michaels, like with the, the sort of zebra that yeah. he used to wear in his first, like when he first went into singles. Yeah. Because, mm. I, I, you know, I'm glad you said that. I, remember, I kept thinking, I, 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 you know, are these, are these kids really his or are they Shawn Michaels? You know, they're big Shawn Michaels... <laughs> You know, they love Shawn Michaels, but you know, again, his kids are his kids are doing well, which is good. Yeah. But for me, it's like Jeff Jarrett's there. You know, you got Jay Lethal. You know what? I, again, I don't mind Jay Lethal. Again, I, I was never kind of overexcited about him. To me, and it probably is a shame. The biggest thing that I can think of him is the stuff of Ric Flair. Yeah, with, with black. But machismo. to me, yeah. But the thing, but the thing is, he's more than just that. Mm. He's more than the black machismo. He's more than that. But. The acclaimed, I'll be honest, the acclaimed, I couldn't give two freaks about them. I'm not really fussed about them. Uh Orange Cassidy, you know my you know my you know my opinion of him anyway. Dan Housen, well, you're guilty by association. So yeah, for me. It, and again, it sounds bad. The reason I say give it to Jeff and Jay Lethal. Jeff is basically he, well, he's the biggest star out of all these guys. But also, he's the biggest heat magnet that's there. People are gonna say, Oh yeah, he's like he's got X Pac heat. I don't think he has. I don't think yes. He's, yeah, I mean, he's different, isn't he? Again, he's, he's old school, so yeah. he does, and it's that that thing where it stands out because not every, not many people work like him. And he did, and yeah, and full credit to him, despite like yeah, obviously his age and how long he's been doing it, he still is. He you he wouldn't can think, keep up. Yeah, you wouldn't he, think ah, oh, like look how like out of like he's in good shape. He can you know he can still do what he always used to do. Really, yeah, he's, yeah, and he's still a very solid hand. Yeah. And it, yeah, and you say, yeah, it's got, yeah, and he's got sort of inbuilt heat for that audience as well. Yeah. Because of, yeah, because of the, they know his backstory and stuff. So, the it, thing is, yeah, and they can play he, into it. Even with the heat, I know, again, you know, we talked about the match today. I think, you know, we're going to go on to the MJF, Daniel, uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson afterwards. But like the heat for Jeff Jarrett, especially in AEW, I don't get it because he was in TNA. He made another company. So, mm. I don't know why you're going to hate him for that. He gave another product to watch. Okay, the thing with Crown. Yeah, but he had, he had, and he had a reign of terror, didn't he? That was. Yeah, but okay, Anton. 
Triple H had that for years. I know, but and, Triple H ain't it, there it, for him to... No, 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 no. Triple H had that for years, and people basically are blowing that guy like it's nothing. Oh, oh, hell, Triple H. Oh, hell, Paul, Mr. Longnose. Oh, hell, Mr. Longnose. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what everyone's doing now. Everyone's blowing him as if, like, he, you know, he, 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 he's Jesus Christ come back. Mm. To me, is that thing of where, okay, you, you know, he, he had a reign of terror, but, you, you, you know, your boy did, and now you don't care. Mm. And the thing is, his, his reign of terror ended what? 2006, seven. Mm. Triple H was still winning belts near enough. Near two, was it 2020 near enough? Nah, well, we did. He did one off. Yeah, with yeah of course. With I'm Roman, but typically he was like, he was he was kind of done winning the match, yeah, the, the titles, like late 2000s, wasn't he? Triple H was facing Brock Lesnar, beating Brock Lesnar, you know, at least with Jeff Jarrett when he was he won, he won one. Days. He won one against Brock. He lost two to him. He lost to Daniel Bryan. He was, he was putting over the, the new, and he and he got the title to lose it to Roman Reigns. But in the build up, in the build up to Roman Reigns, what did he do? He made uh, again. He made me actually like again. Air quotes. People are gonna say the old guy. I thought the old guy was cooler than, than the young guy. I thought he made him look like like a jackass. Remember that thing when he was like he beat him on the, the busting, you know, when he busted up in his nose. Yeah, and he, <laughs> when he, yeah, butchered him. Yeah, mm. but again. To me, Jeff Jarrett has. I think Jeff Jarrett still has a place in the business. He does, yeah, and I do think that. I think give him the belts. Team. Well, give him the belts. I mean, at the same time, the the guns are the smart choice there because that does that is an inbuilt feud that's been that's been going for a while before FTR sort of like lost all their other belts. They were getting sort of like having a a thing with the guns, where the guns are trying to like say about their like, and they did like a was it like a burial type thing for them, like um, not a funeral, yeah, like well, yeah, that that kind of. Yeah, the, like the rock, a eulogy type thing for FTR. Like, oh, they're finished, and we haven't seen them for a little while. So them coming back, obviously, that's that's the that's a big tag team feud. And for a long time, like people want to see the FTR win the AEW tag team championships. They had the other belts. Obviously, they've lost all of those now. I think they've lost them all, haven't they? I don't think they've got any of them left. Yeah, they're not, they're not. Yeah, so yeah, that would have been nice to see them like complete the set. But at the same time, winning the AEW tag team belts would be a big deal for them because they haven't had them for a long time. I mean, apparently they had them before I started watching AEW. Yep, they had them. So yeah, they... but it, no, but it'd be a big thing for them to win it now. And they are, like for me, they are my favourite tag team and I do think they are, that the perception is, is generally the best. Hmm? Well, because of Tully. What do you mean? I was basically saying, obviously they had Tully in it. Mr. Blanchard. No, no, but I'm saying they're my favourite tag team now. Like to watch. Ah, okay. I was, I was no. because obviously Tully was there with them. No, nothing to do with Tully. No, I mean, yeah, that was. I mean, I started watching them in AEW. I, I did. That's the thing. To be fair, like at that point, AEW, I would have been dipping, like just seeing things, you know, like with Tyson doing something there, or just some mm-hmm. random, random bits, and then like seeing Tully when he wrestled a match team with FTR. <laughs> yeah. like that, I wasn't watching it like <laughs> properly, but I would. Like pay attention to yeah. things like that. So I do remember seeing them during that period, but I wasn't really watching. Watching, obviously, I'd seen them in WWE. So I do, yeah. I, I feel like they are the best tag team going at the moment. Nothing to do with Tully, <laughs> just because of them. So it is, yeah. That is a big match, and it is, yeah. Not only are they are they really good, I like them. They generally they they've got the AEW audience like as a really sort of revering them. So. They're the, they're the right team, in my opinion, to go to go behind because they get yeah you know, they get the massive reaction when the quality of their matches are good and they they are the type of matches I like to watch. 
the tag yeah, like the, the, yeah the nuances of tag team wrestling that they throw in there so, and they make their moves yeah mean something they do spots and they are athletic and they do keep them yeah the action is is fast paced but they do it in a way that doesn't completely they keep some sense of reality to it for me so i'm a yeah i'm a big fan of ftr but that will that the reason i'm a fan of ftr segs into the the main event the mjf brian danielson match and yeah and i feel like that again that to me that was worthy of being the main event I did feel like that. Yeah, I, I'll say for me that that's probably my favorite match of the year so far. Okay. One match that could stand out, and that is hard. That's a sixty-minute Iron Man match. Mm. That's overtime. Like I was, see, I wanted to like I wanted to watch. It. That's what I was saying. I didn't like. Yeah, I was mainly for. I will set time aside to sit down and properly watch that match, and yeah, and hope that they keep me engaged. But it is it is off-putting when, you, and I know a lot of people don't like Iron Man matches because of that because it's like you you know going in, it's guaranteed sixty minutes. Mm. you know and it and it could lose you and that was the worry i mean did you did you watch that one start to finish yeah i i enjoyed it mm. i enjoyed it and i think i think from the entrance i was, I was kind of laughing at the entrance obviously he had the uh <laughs> he had his uh what was it that joker the joker mask and everything the devil yeah mm. <laughs> you know what the match was good again i i, mm. I, I won't know the match i think I, part of me, again, I wanted Brian Danielson to win, but I think I kind of knew, I was like, yeah, he's, he's not going to win. And yeah. I think for me, the the match overall was good. And again, mm. the back and forth, back and forth. And it kind of, you know, it kind of reminded me of that, you know, the Triple H uh, rock match. Mm. The, was it? Was it um, Judgment Day. Day. Mm. It kind of reminded me of that one. Where, you know, like, uh, was it Triple H got the four, then the rock, and then it's like, okay, it's going down, and obviously other ticket and everything. Obviously, mm. we didn't get that as such, but it was more... MJF was again. I can't. I, I can't. I don't want to look at MJF. I think he's kind of stardom has kind of dip, dipped a bit, but not his own fault. More the company as a whole. But I, I think fans. this. Yeah, I think this one is a, was a big thing for him though, because going into it, like Brian Danielson's got that. He still carries that aura of being, yeah, like a top star, former WWE. Like yeah, like he's he before he left WWE, he had he was the big foil for Roman. Mm. That had Roman like unofficially tapping and stuff. So I feel yeah. like that, yeah, that that felt like a big match. It's a a big challenger for him, but also th- the fact that like so they kept you like they kept me engaged for that, and I wasn't sure they would like the the storytelling in it. So the moves were there. That's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah. That's what I say like with FTR, the moves were there, the wrestling was there, the quality wrestling was there. Brian Danielson's a brilliant wrestler. MJF can wrestle. You know, they would do it, giving you the athletic stuff, they give you the arm drags and boom and quickly. Yeah, you know, there was, was that indie standoff thing where they did the double kick up mm. and the crowd like, yeah, you know, they're raw. It's like they were they were working. They were giving you like action, giving you, you know, big moves and stuff like that. But they were telling a story mm. and they were making it you know, like feel like a, a struggle and feel like a match. And and the drama, that's the thing. I really felt like and uh, yeah, and obviously a really good production point which AEW nailed, is to not keep showing you the clock. Oh, thank God, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, that just takes you, like, you can't help but see that. It's like, oh, like, what, still 45 minutes to go? Or, yeah, like, still 30-something minutes to go? Every now and then, they just bring the clock back or make a reference to the time, which is perfect, because you don't want... Yeah. yeah, you want to just... And that helps you get engrossed in the action. So they told a really good story. You know, there was good wrestling in there. And then the drama, like I say, like, Brian Danielson got the first fall off the his flying knee. Yeah. And then... 
pretty much straight after that, MJF goes for a lo- does a low blow. So that that was the thing because there's no bell or anything. At first, I didn't think he got disqualified. Yeah, so that's what I thought. I was thought, oh, what? So he's yeah. That, so now he's got two falls up. And it's like, oh, okay. So they did count as a disqualification because the referee was indicating. And I was thinking, is he has he disqualified him or yeah. or not? And the commentators didn't seem to pick it up straight away. Mm. But yeah, I mean, again, like I say, the storytelling of that because it's and it's very heelish. Like he did mm. a low blow. So he threw the fall away, but then he goes straight for the pin. One, two, three. One, two, three. He got two. Because yeah. I was thinking that, like, when they said about there's no rest period, I was thinking, well, why didn't Brian Danielson go back over and, you know, because he's knocked out from a knee, another yeah. pin. And MJF <laughs> did it. Like, yeah, once I stole one, the, the low blow, I'll steal another one. And he tried to steal a third, but Danielson kicked out. So it's like, mm. okay, now it's, and yeah, and, and strategically, it's 2-2. Two, two. So it's even again. MJF's back mm. on the level playing field. And they just really, yeah, I thought they really sort of, like, built the drama so there's plenty of like near falls um you know danielson threw in the, the regal stretch yeah they didn't really they didn't call it that did they because at first you're thinking like what they are oh, okay i get what he's doing he's doing regal's move question why is this why is it still harping over regal they're not but he's part of the build-up he's part, <laughs> no, he was know, part of the build-up like... like that was what <laughs> that's what set that feud in motion wasn't it the it's fact like that mate he betrayed you guys learn the bad words like mate he betrayed you it's like okay i know but even, even then he's though gone. no but even then yeah, but even then, <laughs> da- Danielson didn't turn on, like, he didn't feel, it was Moxley he turned on. And even then, Danielson still felt like, okay, like, trying to stop we owe him. Moxley. He beating was him there up. for us. Yeah, so, like, he's, <laughs> he still, like, you know, had that connection to him. And the fact that then he gets beaten up by MJF, like, that's really, like, bothered him. So, but yeah, no, I mean, it, it just, it was just like a nod to him in the match. Oh, didn't, yeah, no. They didn't harp on yeah. it too much, but it was referenced, as it should be, because it's part of the build. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was. It, as I say, it was just a really, really good match the whole the whole time. I didn't get like I didn't sort of like dip and feel ah oh, like I'm, I'm bored now. I was into it the whole way. Like yeah, because for me, like I do want to. I I do think that's a good match, the Iron Man match. Yeah. It is basically like you've got to be. I'm prepared to sit down for an hour plus to sit and watch this match. I know it's not going to end until so it can be hard. Like yeah, because you're thinking oh. I don't look at it like, oh, it, the sort of fools don't matter. They do, because it's part of the match. And it's like, you know, how far ahead is he going to get? The only the other, like, Iron Man match, like Lesnar and Kurt Angle back in the day, was a quality one. You know, the way they told the story there. Yeah. But I think, you know yeah. what? That one, but it, and I said before, for me personally, I, I actually like the Rock and Triple H one. Yeah, see, I, I mean, I, I do remember the Rock. I don't remember it as vividly. I remember the Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar one more so, like, thinking oh, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was a great match. Oh, no, that was Obviously, that was you've cool. had 30-minute ones as well, like Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle on, a, on an episode. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so been good. Yeah, and Ricky Steamboat and Rick Rude back in WCW in, in 1992. Mm-hmm. Like, 30-minute ones, and obviously Brett and Shawn. Yeah. Brett and Shawn was a good one, but it was a let, It was a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Drama. Like, the lack, yeah. of, like, lack of falls did feel, yeah, like, and it, it had moments in it that were memorable, but that, but even then, I mean, yeah, I remember watching that when it first happened in 1996 watching it live and yeah i was i was into it the whole way yeah. it just wasn't the, the absolute like classic he was expecting from them yeah. too because they were the two best wrestlers at the time but i really i really felt they delivered with this one and yeah. it did make mg had the blood in there as well I you know what i thought of i thought i thought oh they're really gonna go for that austin brett moment again yeah, i was like I was like, you know, if you're going to go for it, just go for it. I mean, things, it, it made MJF, you know, like, again, show, yeah, it shows that he can wrestle. It shows that he's got, you know, he's not a, a boss. Like, he can he can hang in there. Like, you know, he is. He's well, he, he, walk, he talks a talk and he walks a walk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, backed, he backed it up as, you know, to a degree. He's still slimy and sleazy and, you know, and a but, cheap, but at the same time. No, but it's like he's not a complete, like, okay, he's a fraud. Like, he can't fight at all. He can't wrestle. 
similar to like Roman Reigns. You've got to like you've got to show that you know, that you can also you are actually good. Mm. It's just he takes shortcuts. So I think that was that was a good thing for him. It's like yeah, you know, he's he's backed up that he is good, and obviously he only beat Danielson because he cheated. But remember, and Danielson, I, 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 mm. I, I, you know, I, I know we said this before, but I'm, I'm going to reiterate again. Nobody likes a goody goody guy no more. Like Daniel Bryan, like Daniel Bryan, sorry, Brian Danielson, he's a good guy. Well, people like him. Well, no, he's a, when I say he's a good, when I say people, people don't like a good guy, I'm saying uh, MGF, he's a smart guy. Like, mm. Brian Danielson looks like an idiot. Okay, you got the first four in there. I think, okay, you're taking your time, taking your time. MJF, okay, low blow. Okay, yeah, you know, you got the, okay, pin one, two, three. Okay, second pin, pin one, two, three. It's like, well, you're smart. This is what you're supposed to do. You know, you, well, you you're know. not supposed to low blow <laughs> to start off with. <laughs> <laughs> Well, use your brain, isn't it? Use your brain. Yeah, I know, but use again, again, like if we're being ethical, if we want to say we're better than somebody, we don't cheat, do we? We do it straight up with the man to man. Like, I don't need to low blow you to beat you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean, but it's it's like, I don't know. I, I think, you know, grow, growing in the air basically when being good, basically. Yeah, but I, I think, yeah, that's the thing. We've eroded our ethics. We, we reward... <laughs> Bad people and cheaters, like, yeah, no, I'd do it as well. I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> well, we should, though, should we? We shouldn't revere it. So, yeah, that's what no, we should, of course not. Really, yeah, like, we should aim to be good and actually yeah. be, yeah, worthy of that. No, of course, and if you're not good enough, you're not good enough. But, yeah, yeah. yeah if we're in a character that, yeah, I mean, MJ, well, no, yeah, MJ yeah. still got a lot of heat. That's the thing. And, and he, oh, yeah. yeah, and obviously, there's the real world stuff where people like saying about, oh, he's. He's not that good or whatever, and like, and he ah, is, who cares? Uh, you who know, cares? and he's and he's not the spot wrestler, and he and he doesn't wrestle all the time, and he plays I'm that stuff. I'm no, I, I, no, it makes it, it yeah. makes it's absolutely what should be done, and it. But the fact is, for that audience as well, it's yeah, you know, like when they used to have, for a little while, they did it with Brock Lesnar, didn't they? He's trying to say, oh, he's part time. Mm. They actually referenced it on TV as as if yeah. like that's the negative thing, and he's going to be like he's holding the title hostage. MJF is playing into that as a character, saying yeah. about I'm a special attraction. I'm not going to wrestle. Which he is. I'm not a mark and stuff like that. I'm not going to wrestle just for the sake of it. Yeah, which he, but, which he shouldn't. Yeah, so he's playing into it to wind up that audience, but it also makes it's it's legit that he's being treated as a special attraction, and he is yeah. a special attraction, and he feels like the main event to me. To me, I think he yeah he's worthy of that spot as the champion in the main yeah. event. I look forward to like his segments, his matches. You know, and you don't see his matches all the time, so it means something. And seeing him fight Brian Danielson was a match I wanted to see, same as I wanted to see him fight CM Punk. There's people, you know yeah, like, yeah. There's people out there that, yeah, and it, it, yeah, there'll be people that you want to see him fight because you haven't seen it all yeah. the time. Yeah, you haven't seen him fight uh, Hangman Page all the time. You haven't seen it. No. Yeah, I haven't even seen him fight John Moxley much. So, no. like, the, yeah, the fight with John Moxley was a was a yeah had to build up to it, and it was yeah, is he going to win the title? I think there's mm. yeah, there's a lot to be said for that. So I think yeah, the way the way that whole match was was done, the way it ended, and the fact that he did come out on top with nef- like nefarious means. Added to you know his character, what? but also backed him up a little bit. So yeah, you know, to say yeah, like this guy is the top guy. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. You know, when it came to that last minute, and obviously he had like the single leg crab. I was like, ah. Oh. So it don't but even feel like that devastating of a move, but they made it no. the drama. Like because that's a basic yeah. move, isn't it? The single leg. It's not even like he had him in the label lock. No. It was like he had him in a single leg, but they were building it like he's actually going to tap, and then he taps straight up. And yeah, and there's that little bit like so when he when they did the restart. Because it was getting, I mean, they're getting booed, like yeah, this bullshit kind of thing. Because I loved it. I loved it. He's, getting, he's getting oxygen. Like, yeah, I loved it. He's getting resuscitated, <laughs> and then obviously the match has to, the match has to continue. But yeah, yeah, so he had that that bit of drama there. Mm. He, yeah, you know, he he got to the ropes on that single leg Boston again, and yeah. once the referee broke up, then he tapped. 
to yeah. Danielson thinks he's won. Yeah. With the tap. And then he oh, you dummy. The ring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a dummy, though, is it? You hear that, you think you've won. It's smart. Uh, it, it, was, it was MJF being like, okay, like, it's not going to count. But I'm gonna that's tap. what I'm saying, though. Yeah, but Danielson's I'm, I'm not saying... so that. He's back in the move that he's doing. He's backs to him. He just hears the tap. It's like, yes, I won the title. Yeah, that's true. So it's fair. But, but, but the thing is, that, you... And then it, it throws yeah. him off. Hmm psychologically and then obviously he gave him the chance to get the oxygen tank clock him with it and then put him in a submission and then in the end like Danielson had to tap and it was yeah. like that's you know that was a big big thing for MJF he's done it by cheating but it's also like you know like he's he's gone over he's an hour yeah, yeah he's gone an hour, uh, over an hour he's yeah it's like it's a definitive for me it's like it's def- it's a definitive win for him it feels like a big deal I, I think that was brilliant for him and I think so, it, yeah like I say established him like I feel like he yeah I thought he was worthy anyway but that's yeah hopefully that's established in other people's minds like yeah he is a top guy so Brian Danielson where does he go from Eden? He, I mean he, he, I always think like he's kind of Teflon in that way that he can just yeah like whenever they wanted like they did in WWE whenever they wanted him to be like this threat to the title or whatever he was a bit like Big Show <laughs> yeah every now and then they'd uh, yeah. like yeah like he can do that they can just have him there just having wrestling matches for a while but if they want to put him back in the title picture and make somebody look good boom they build him up and you can buy him in that role and you accept him in that role and you look forward. Yeah. Like he did with, look at like the yes movement. Well, that's long gone. Yeah. yeah. And then when he had the, yeah, with Roman Reigns, all of a sudden, you know, he took edges spotlight and he's, yeah. And he's the, uh, he's yeah. the big challenger for Roman Reigns. Everyone wants to see tap out Roman Reigns. No, no, you did. No, no, you did. Lots it's, of people did. Yeah. Lots of I people. Did. I did. To the point that edge was, was bumped into triple threat because oh, people wanted disgrace. to see it. Because people disgrace. wanted to see it. People now thought, I actually want to see Brian Danielson in this. So, or Daniel Bryan at the time. Yeah. So yeah, no, I feel like for him, he has got that that sort of aura about him that you can just, you know, like he doesn't have to be. Oh, where's he go from here? You can just he can just carry on having his matches for a bit, and if they want him back in the picture, they'll bring him back in, and you'll accept it. So before I know, again, we we've done the show. Um, I want to kind of get two moments out of this. Two two little uh, special, I say special, notable moments. I should say. I remember there was a bit in the match where he called out Meltzer. And I love Oh, it. about and the I stars. Thought, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, I loved it. I was I'm like, lose a star for that. I was like, you're goofball. You see your clown? I was like, yeah. Because I was thinking, That's what I'll do. Mm. And the thing is, that's what Hill should do. Even mm. though, again, for that kind of crowd and everything, they love Meltzer. They love Brown Owens and everything. Yeah, cuss him off. Let mm. him know. Let yeah. him know. But also, I know there was basically supposed to be like this, this thing that happened with the kid. Oh, with the water. Died. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, Anton, that's why I said about hypocrisy, what I don't like. There's people out there that will rob somebody. There's people out there that will, you know, pour beer or drink on somebody and fit nothing of it. He he does he does something in in confines of wrestling, and it's like, how dare he? You know, you know, how, how dare he do this? It's, it's not good. It's not great. Mm. To the point where, again, where, you know, when they had the little um, little, they had their press conference afterwards. Yeah. Like Tony Combs came out and said, Oh, I spoke to MJF about what he did there. Like he's a kid. Like he's a kid. You know, you should you shouldn't have done that. You know, how dare he? You know, I spoke to the I spoke to the parent. Well, he, did, he, he said like he, he, didn't act, you, you... he said the champion didn't act like a champion. That's basically oh, piss off. And he's he said heel. I spoke and I spoke to the kid and he's a heel. He's a heel. I know, but there's there's no, we've been we've been here ourselves no, in terms no, of what no, you no, do yeah, with no, I've the been crowd. There. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I know. That's there. what I'm saying. But at the same time, people, you're a I, heel. I had to speak you know, to you. 
You're a heel, yeah, but, but yeah, you spoke to me outside of it. You didn't speak. You didn't speak in front of people. Say, oh, you know, no. I, I spoke to Gabriel. You know, I let him know. No, mate, it's a work. Yeah, it's a work. Believe the work. Okay, yeah, you spoke to the, you spoke to the parent and everything. But again, to me, little things like that is what makes them makes them look bad. Okay, well, yeah, because because he, he, he getting a, there was a lot of yeah you know, social media sort of attention who? to it. He has, well, it, was, it did get reported, and then like like because I when I saw it, I my first thinking is like, oh, it's probably like a, a plant. Oh. That yeah, like some of these, yeah, you know, some of these kid that knows he's gonna get the water chucked on him, and then they're saying it wasn't a plant, and the kid's upset. So obviously you do, yeah, you know, like you do because it's not what you expect to happen to you when you go to a wrestling show. No, and you're gonna, yeah, and a, and a young kid, it's gonna affect them more. You know, like someone ch- takes a, dr- a drink and chucks on you. Anton, you in the crowd I, might might take it lightly, or you might not. You might want to fight MJF for chucking water on you as an adult. No, well, what, I, what I'm saying though is that I think people are just being upset. Mm. For the sake of yes, for being upset because mm. again, it's that thing. Okay, I'm not saying okay, you go to a Russian show and these sort of things happen. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah, but what I am saying is that they made up more than what it is and everything. But also, he's a heel. He's playing a character. I know, but then, it sounds but bad. But then, like yeah, Tony Khan really? just saying I, I spoke. to Yeah, the champion wasn't being a chance. So basically, he's being like he's not being a he's being an arsehole. Well, you and... know, what I would say you know, I would say if I was MJF. Well, you know what? Yeah, you know, I did for the drink, and I'll do it again. I do it again and play up to it. So you know what? Yeah, Tony spoke to me and I told oh, Tony. Well, didn't he? he says, I'll do it again. He, he did like blow it off. Yeah, the kid looked first or something like that. He just yeah. he, he did blow it off as a hill, and then Tony Khan yeah. did, took the sort of corporate sort of you know that. But you don't the, need to. Wait. I think again. Well, I've, I've, I've always like, handled. I don't like that. I don't like that. I've always like handled fine, like in that sense, because he should. Like he also needs to. Like he. It's a fine. work. It's it wasn't. A work. That wasn't a work sorry, though. No. That wasn't a work. That was chucking real water on a real child. Well, that wasn't aware of it. I agree, I agree, but what I'm what I'm trying to say to you, wrestling is a work. We know what wrestling is. It is, but that is. isn't isn't. That's what I mean. Like that's not. So he does. Yeah, Tony Khan does need to address it. I don't think it was, I don't think he handled it badly, and and he didn't like stricken down MJF in public and MJF like making even making an apology. Didn't you don't he? think he did? No, he blew it off, didn't he? About the kid look first, and then Tony Khan said, no, yeah, I spoke but... to t- like Titus the kid. And yeah, you know, like at the end, the champion, like, and he was a pro about it. He was cool and everything like that. I don't but, need to know but that. The, cha- I don't but the need champion to know that. didn't act like a champion. No, but that, that I don't need to know that, that. I don't think that the spoil, like, again, that doesn't spoil the, the the work because it's genuine. Like, still, the guy, you know, he chucked he chuck water on a fan, even if even if it was a real sport. If if uh, someone in <laughs> boxing did it, you'd still, yeah, you know, you'd probably have the promoter to speak to the the person that happened to and apologize to them. And yeah, but the make promoter wouldn't it. come on TV and say, well, you know what. Tyson, you know, Tyson was walking out. Someone hit Tyson. He might have uh, said, yeah, he might have said Tyson Fury. He wouldn't wouldn't do that. The champion didn't act like a champion there. Because you killed the aura. Tyson Fury going, yeah, the Dossal was thirsty. It wouldn't make any difference. It's similar to that. It's like, I don't think it's ruined. Ah, you've made that, Matt. You made it look fake. It's like, no, no, I'm not saying that. Basically, if it's a real situation, you've dealt with it in the way you would a real situation. It doesn't work. You still present it like how you would deal with it in a real situation. Like you would make good. What I'm saying is that, again, it's not me who basically wants kids or people to get beat up. I'm not saying that I'll get things thrown them. What I'm saying, people, and I'm saying to Anton as well, but I'm saying to everyone listening, at the end of the day, you people want to go on, and I say you people, all of us, we want to, we, we watch it and want to believe what we're watching. Yeah, but you still can. Even what Tony Khan said there doesn't stop you believing. It makes you, it adds to the belief. Like, still, you still would speak to the child for what happened to him because it's nothing to do with but wrestling. We, yeah, but we don't need to know that. I don't, it's like, for example. <laughs> well, don't watch the scrum. I, don't watch the scrum. I don't watch Scrum. I, I, well, I, 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 I just heard it. 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 I don't watch Scrum because, again, when I watch, for example, like Frasier, mm. I watched Frasier for years, people, and 
I didn't know that for, I didn't know that Kelsey Grammer was a drunk and a drug addict and everything. For example. But also, you know, I I wind it back. I wind it back. When I watched Frasier, I knew that his living room was a set. But I didn't watch it and want to see, okay, cut after each scene and see them basically leave the set and go to the next scene and go to that scene and go to that scene. No. When I watched Frasier, I want to see when he's in his uh see when he's in his living room, when he, when he's in Cafe Nervosa. When yeah. he's in his workplace, I no, want to enjoy I, it. I get what I you're don't, saying, don't, but I, don't take, don't, don't but, tell me this is real within, within what but, it is. But, that's, but, but you're taking me out of it. Yeah, don't take but, me out but of but it. But they did. I'm saying, I'm saying I don't see how that takes you out of it because it, if, if a, a wrestler, a boxer, an athlete does something to a fan, Eric Cantona doing a flying kick on a fan at football, you're gonna deal like you're gonna deal with him. Of course, for, yeah, I remember for, that. for yeah. what he done to a fan and speak to the fan. That's when, not, that's not saying that you've taken you out of the game. Like when that, I see wrestlers, that's something that happened during the course of the match that was yeah. outside the confines of the wrestling. So yeah. you have to, yeah, he just, they, somebody asked about it and he addressed it. So, so when wrestlers are middle finger people, middle, middle, middle ooh, my apologies. <laughs> when, when wrestlers are giving middle fingers to wrestlers or when Bob Ray Dudley was telling women they're crackles and they're sucking dick and everything, I just see Poyman coming out after us. I am really sorry about Bob Ray Dudley's, um, you know, uh, unprofessionalism for saying that this woman was sucking dick. No, because blah, blah, blah. That, that's that's the nature of ECW. Ah. But if you're chucking it on a kid and someone asks what was done about it, like, like I say, what would you what would you do if you ran a company and one of your wrestlers chucked the water on the kid would, and then you say, yeah, tough tough luck, kid. I don't care. <laughs> would, would you say that as somebody owns no. the company? No, no you wouldn't. What, 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 so, I'm like, saying. what he's saying? Someone asked him what he'd done about it. But said, don't tell the public. I don't, don't need to know that. It don't matter. That, that doesn't ruin the work of wrestling. Even, it, 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 to it doesn't. Me it does. It does. You'll be, does. You'll be, no, I think you'll be in a, You're just looking for a reason to pick on board, I'm not, yeah, poor so Tony you, Khan and AEW. No, no, no but you, you know me. You know me really. Again, I, I, I love wrestling. I love boxing. I love MMA. You mean, it's not like, oh, I, I don't like stuff. I come from also the journalistic side. I come from basically physically doing wrestling, amateur, amateur wrestling. I did boxing when I was out, you know, when, when I was a teenager and everything. To me, you, you, again, you're, you're trying to tell me this is real. You're trying to yeah, build it. That, okay, that can still be real. That was real, and it can still be real. Every even what he said about it didn't break kayfabe okay. or anything. It's just basically saying well, yes, that that happened. Kayfabe's there, isn't it? Kayfabe's there. I know, really? but even if it were like he hasn't broke it, even he hasn't broke the the storyline there, like or yeah, or anything there, he's just basically said yeah. We like we spoke to the I spoke to the kid. The kid was fine about it, and MJF didn't act like a champion. Which you know, you know what, like people, you're basically you're adding to his character. Like, yeah, he is a dickhead. Anton Anton wants to defend Tony Khan. He could defend Tony Khan. I defend I, what's he, I defend what's right. He defends what's right because he's a simbero. He's a simbero. That's what he is. Me, I'm a man's man. Where I stand up for the rights of every man, every woman, every child, every cat, every dog. But at the same time, people, when when you're trying to tell me something is real and you want me want to, you want me to believe it follow it to the t yeah they did though that I, I stand by they didn't ch- that didn't change anything about whether it's real or not to me to you to me <laughs> to myers the show was okay i enjoyed it the main event was good the gun match i wasn't too happy about uh mr wardlow couldn't give a damn about unfortunately but again the show overall was good mm. I just hope that they actually make Wardlow into something because at this point, I mean, yeah. yeah to be fair, that could that could Wardlow could go after MJF because that was he beat MJF pretty, and we'll lose pretty again. handily. And we'll lose again. Yeah, unfortunately, he would be where it goes. But I mean, that could be a feud at some point that they can revisit because he did beat MJF before he became champion. Yeah, and he will lose next time, and it's like, well, yeah, most likely, okay. But you know, 
end of the day, it, it, you know, the show was what it was. Anton enjoyed it anyway. You know, he, he got he got his. Uh, oh, I thought the main, and... the main event delivered. That, like yeah. I say, to me, that that was my favorite match of the year. I think that's been the best match of the year so far for me. Mm. So that's that's a, yeah, that's something. I know we're only in March, but mm. create where it's due. That was still yeah. my favorite match, and it's you not don't... an easy match to do. An hour no. long to keep like no. to, to keep you entertained and engrossed. But you know what, people. This match kept us, you know, um, engrossed. We, we felt like, you know what, it was a good match. We was really enthralled by it. And I enjoyed it. But you know what, I forgot. This week, I'm actually going to give you a partner shot. I'm just going to give you a partner shot. This week on the partner shot, what grinds my gears? What grinds my gears really is more on a moral sense. For me, it's about support. It's about standing by people. I'm the first to say I'm far from perfect. I made mistakes. I've done stupid stuff. I've lied. As a kid, I've stolen. I'm, I, you know, and people may say, oh, you know, you're a Christian and everything. Yeah, I'm a Christian. And, you know, I'm proud of it. But I, again, I'll never claim to be perfect. But what I've seen and what I've noticed is that a lot of people who may be, you know, of, of faith, may not be of faith and everything, doesn't matter which side it is. All of us, to some degree, we criticize people. We say you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, but then we are selective. If that makes sense, Anton. Yeah. I think, especially over the last year, I think, especially for me personally, I've noticed that um, a person can do something wrong, but it's like, okay, you know what? Can you forgive somebody? Can you um, can you can you forgive them? Can you work things through? It could be relationship, it's in uh, marriage, it could be you know, uh, engaged to be married, it could be friendship, it even could be at work. I think a lot of people are very quick to judge you and say, You've done this, and you know, I don't want to talk to you no more, I don't want to be around you. But it's like, Well, you do it for other people. I think I'm not going to say, Okay, yeah, you should give people the benefit of the doubt, but I'm saying, You know what, give people chances, give people a chance. And okay, you know, maybe in that moment, Somebody might not have somebody might not have done somebody have done something wrong, and they might not have confessed, or you know what, they might not have acted as they should at that moment. But you know what, come back to them, talk to them, whoever it may be. And you're gonna ask, oh, why am I talking about this? Recently, and I'm sure you know, especially in the UK, because you know we have fans around the world. You know, thank God for that. And you know, I'm I'm very happy we have um, fans around the world. But especially in the UK at the moment, there's this new um, immigration bill that's coming. You heard of Antonio? Yeah? No. So basically, with the new immigration bill, it's about um, our our Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, who's Indian, but obviously born in the UK, born in Hampton. Oh no, no, I did, yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah, you yeah. you talk about the yeah, like the yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I do. Yeah, it's just just started, doesn't it? Yeah, and I noticed there's a lot of backlash. It's crazy enough. There's a lot of backlash on it. Mm. And again, for me, I think that really, again. I know people may say, oh, you know, again, this is not Anton, this is me speaking. This is me, Gable, Gable speaking. So it's not, it's what Anton thinks, it's what I think. I think that the world is vast, the world's very big. And if there's Montrose, if there's wars and monstrosities going on in different parts of the world, other countries should help you. You know, you should, no, 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 no way, it should help you. There should be an opportunity for you to go to another country and make a life for yourself and your family. That's what I think. And People are leaving, for example, in Iraq. People are leaving places like, for example, I'm, I'm just being general here. I'm not being like, you know, naive. Iraq, Somalia, um, Zimbabwe, South Africa, 
Russia, Ukraine, they, you know, there are these things happening. You know, there are like wars and all these things happening. They're coming to Europe. They're coming to France. They're coming to Germany. They're coming to England. And I'm not saying that, okay, you know what? Yeah, anybody should just walk in. No, I'm not saying that. But these people who are in crazy situations that are paying, unfortunately, they're paying these and they're paying people sometimes 4,000, 500,000 pounds to be able to come to the country. They're coming here on dinghy boats. They're now putting a law basically saying that, oh, if you come here, if you come here from, for example, on a dinghy boat, we can detain you and basically bar you from coming back to the country, mm. even if you are in those kind of mass situations. Me, I have an issue with that. I have an issue with that because it's like, well, <laughs> these people are leaving, you know, their, their country of origin. And in England, especially in the UK, we talk about how, you know, we're here to help the world. We're here to, you know, we're, we're supposed to be the, the, the peacekeepers. We're the peacekeepers to the world. We help everybody. We support everybody. We, you know, our treasury is supposed to be so, you know, supposed to be so fat in terms of our purse, our treasury. Um, we have all this global presence and everything. Yeah, if you're going to help people, help people. Don't be selective. And I think also the fact that you know, again, people. Again, this is where I say I'm. I'm very. I'm careful, but I'm real. People are going to say, "Oh yeah, Rishi Sunak is British. Fine, he's British." But then you're going to claim he's Indian still. People are saying, "Okay, well, you know what? It makes no sense that this." British, this Indian British man is basically telling other foreigners that, you know what, you shouldn't come to the country. It's like hypocrisy. But yet it's like people from Brexit voted so that other people couldn't come into the country, if that makes, makes sense, in terms of immigration and being, air quotes, flooded into the country. Yeah, um, but I think I think to say people can't come into the country, it's like there has, has to be controlled. That's the, the Otherwise, the answer is, okay, there's no restriction. If you can get to this country, come in. That's, but remember, I said so that. there's no need for borders. But, but remember, I said that I, I didn't. I, I did. No, no. Say but no. I'm, I'm saying that's the thing. Yeah. Like he's not. Yeah, he wouldn't be saying like nobody should come to this country anymore. This country, that's it. No one else enters. No. Like to live. It's just mm -hmm. saying obviously there's there's practice there's like procedures and stuff in place. You know, mm -hmm. like as I said, in an ideal in an ideal world, there is there no there is no countries. There are no borders. There is no yeah. Yeah, there is free movement. But we have societies and all that kind of stuff that you build and and. And every that country puts in some restrictions as to how people can enter and who can enter to live. You, like, yeah. So you, yeah. Otherwise, you're saying like, okay, then the answer is just, just do what you do, do what you want to do. If you can get it, get it. Like, we won't, we won't stop you. If you can come over, however you feel, see fit, and we won't check to see. Yeah, you know, we won't decide whether you can come. You just come. There has no. to be that. Yeah, there has to be procedures and stuff in place. And otherwise, yeah, you would. Like, you'll be flooded with people just coming. But again, hear the word again, people, and I'm very careful with my words, but I, I keep it real. You know me already. Me as a journalist, again, I study journalism, you know, I work with God and everything. Me as a journalist, they use the word flooded. I hate that word flooded because people, again, people use it like, oh, you know, this country is being flooded. It's being flooded. We're being flooded. Ethnic, so people of ethnic backgrounds, I'm using it all of it, it's less than 10% of the country. How can yeah. it be a flood? No, how can it be a flood? It would, no, I'm no. saying it would be if you said there was no restriction as to how but again know, who can enter. Uh, but, but again, if you notice, I made it very clear. I didn't say that. I made it very clear and said, you know what? Um, not just just be open completely. No, no, but, no. Like, but I thought just because uh, yeah, obviously there are going to be people who would have voted Brexit because they have like prejudice and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. there, there would have been some people who just just felt like there does need to be a serious discussion or a look at how we handle 
like immigration and stuff like that. It wouldn't be because they hate the idea of anyone else coming into this country. They're gonna, no. I ain't gonna lie. There's gonna be you can guarantee there were lots of people that voted for that because they have that prejudice. Oh, yeah. They do hate the idea of anyone from another country or different yeah. ethnicity coming in for sure. There is there is going to be that element to it for sure. But uh, to tar everyone with the same brush, and I'm not trying no. to. Yeah, I'm no. just saying. I do feel <laughs> like yeah, with the Brexit thing to to blanket say oh it's like oh, people just don't want. It, it just, yeah, there, there is, it is in place. I say in an ideal world, it wouldn't be. There would be no need for, you know, there'd be no need for us to, but, you know, we, society has, has laws. It has all these different things. So it is there. It is how we, you know, how the world works. So there is going to be some, some limitation as to how people can enter the country and if people can enter the country. So if that is in place, then it's, it's open, you know, open to discussions, how that is best handled and how it's, the fairest way you can do it the reason you know the reason why i even said this and anton makes a very good point about you know that about not tying people tying over the same brush and you know i made it very very clear the reason why i even mentioned this in the first bit people is because yes england britain does not have an empire anymore it's a commonwealth yeah mm. and in that commonwealth there's i think if I can, again i remember by him at least 30 countries that's at least that's still within the commonwealth um uh, Britain basically gives foreign aid, gives hundreds and hundreds of millions in foreign aid. I know there's a couple, was it 2 billion? I think it's the last time I was at 2.4 billion in total is given in foreign aid in a year. So to me, if you're doing that, let's say, for example, um, I come from, I don't know, I'm coming from Nigeria, for example, and you have like the Boko Haram stuff. So you have like the things where, um, you have the extremist Muslim, basically, who's basically trying to convert everybody. And if you don't convert, we're killing you. Yeah? Let's say I come to England. Fine. If England says, okay, you know what, Gable, we can, you know, Gable, we cannot keep you here because I would see, you know, yes, that you're fleeing persecution, but at the same time, we don't have the air quote space to put you in. Why don't, if we, why don't, if we give you money and we pay for you, we put you, for example, I don't know, in, well, we can't say it anymore, but let's say, for example, we put you in Jamaica or put you in Barbados or we put you in India. If that makes sense. Again, yes, I know a lot of these countries in the Commonwealth want to be independent. And again, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for every country having its own independence. But while you're in the Commonwealth, while you are still paying a sense of tax to the UK, while the UK does have legally a hold over these countries, you know, they are in partnership, send them there. Don't pretend to send them to Rwanda and say to them, okay, you know what? We're going to send you to Rwanda where there is nothing there for you, there is no jobs. Currency isn't good. There's nothing really there for you. Okay, go there, stay there for look. You know, stay there. Um, you apply basically for rights to come over. But you see, when you do that, you've got like a five year ban against your, your name anyway. Which, you say that. Though, I mean, like, and, I, and I'm not speaking from a position of knowing. So, but when you say that, isn't part of the reason some people flee is safety. Of so, course. Although there may not be jobs and stuff like that in Rwanda, is it if it's safe, like from where they're they're fleeing? That's that's. That is something, isn't it? Like to put them there to okay, you're well, not you're not in danger of being killed. No, but the thing is, they're giving them false pretense by saying to them, you you know, we're going to put you in Rwanda, but mm. you know, when you apply, you're going to get to come back. The problem is that what they're not letting them know is that you see, when we put you in Rwanda, you can't come back. Mm. That's what it is. Okay, that's what it is. They're, they're telling people, oh yeah, you go there, you can apply and everything. You know, we'll, we'll we'll make sure we'll sort you out. But they're not telling them that you know, as soon as we go there, we're not actually going to allow you to come back to the country. Rather than, if, if you told me, you know, Gable, um, like I said before, I've left persecution in Nigeria and everything, you can't come here, or we can put you in Rwanda. Okay, if I go to Rwanda, am I going to get to come back? No. Okay, 
Um, there's let's say 30 other countries, there's, there's Barbados, which I think Barbados is now um independent of the um, UK of the Commonwealth, but let's say they're still Barbados, or let's say Jamaica, or let's say even Canada. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll set you Canada, we'll talk to the authorities, we know, we'll help you with some sort of job, these sort of things. Mm. I think there's ways around this sort of stuff now. You yeah. understand? And I think time people would, you know, I think, like I said, this new immigration bill, I understand the premise of it. And, you know, again, people are saying, okay, because he's an Indian man, you know, how dare he sort of think of it? He comes from a foreign background and everything. Yes, you can say that, but at the same time, okay, you're not going to allow these people in, fine. But you have Commonwealth countries, work with them. Talk to Canada, talk to this country. You know what? There's, I don't know, 5,000 people coming to you. Let's say 5,000. There's 500 people um, leaving a certain country. We would have put them in Canada, but you know, we'll pay you to, uh, we'll pay you basically to hold them there. Um, obviously, they're going to contribute towards the, the, the Canadian tax system. You know, they're going to help the economy, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, yeah, there's things they can do to work towards it. But just to say, you know what? No, you know, you can't come in. That's it. No. To me, and again, I go back to the original point where I talked about forgiveness, which kind of aligns with this. Many people make mistakes. For example, uh, like I said before, I use the thing about people come to the country. Some of them, like I said, it's persecution. Some of them basically say, you know what, I've done wrong in my country. You know, um, I'm, I know, I know. again, people are going to say, well, you know what, if you've done wrong, you, you should pay the consequences for what you've done. Fine. A lot of there's people out there who've paid the consequences for what they've done, but they're still tarred by the same brush. Okay, you know, you've, you've robbed before. So, you know, you, 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 we're not going to know you're a thief. You've stolen before. So now, you know, that's the same thing. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Sorry. Um, what's it called? Uh, you've, you, you've done something. So I'll say basically whatever you've done. And I, I always say within reason, for example, one thing I don't like, for example, I don't like pedophilia. I don't like that sort of stuff. I don't like um, sexual abuse. I don't like uh, physical abuse. I don't. I, you know, I don't like abuse as overall. Mm. If, for example, you've had a fight with somebody, so and again, I, I always say this is me. It's Gabriel speaking. It's not Anton's speaking. It's me speaking, Gabriel. I don't hit no woman, and I'm not saying that. Oh, if a woman hits me, I'm going to hit them back. No, but I know there's some. There's, there's men up there, and it's, it's it's documented and it's undocumented where there's men up there that are gay, are being bullied, bullied, beaten, harassed by the, by it by their by their wives, their girlfriends, and they can't do nothing about it. I want to say they can't do nothing about it. They can do something about it, but if they do anything about it, you know, Anton, we have like these so-called social justice warriors say, you know, you can't put your hands on a woman, you can't defend yourself. And if you do defend yourself, there's some families out there that will beat the hell out of you for doing that. Yes, son. But also, she will call you not a man. What about those people? There are people, that, I mean, there's been um, men that's in prison now for defending themselves and they tell with this brush, like, well, no, I didn't beat them. You know, they, they were attacking me. You know, I tried to walk away. They're doing this, they're doing that and everything. I defended myself, but you're told with, with, with um, a woman beater. Again, I know each, each case is different, but I think we should be more understanding to say, you know what, okay, I've done something. Maybe I should be more understanding of certain situations. Maybe I should, you know, not just walk away, for example, from a relationship like that. Maybe I shouldn't just tar them and say, you know what, they are this, you know, try to see the reason behind it. You say, you know what, okay, you know what, okay, fine, you've done something. You do it again, though, then yeah, cool, I'm done. Or you know what, yeah. Um, not that I'm going to tarnish you with this brush, but you know what, because you've done it more, because you because we've spoken about it and you've done it again, and you've told me you're going to do it, and, you're gonna, and you've done it again, no, you know, I'm not accepting it. Or as a country, whatever it is, for example. For me, people, you know, this, this has been on my mind for a while, and I know people are going to say, what, what's, what does the two have to do together? 
the first one was about um, forgiveness and it's about giving people chances. And the second one just came on my mind about the about the immigration thing because again, I look at my I, I look at myself. I am a foreigner. People can say, "Oh yeah, you're born here and everything," but you know what? You know, for me, I'm a foreigner, whether I like it or not. My origins aren't from me because again, people will say to me, "Not where are you." People say, "Where are you from?" If I say uh, Britain, oh no, no, no. Where's your parents from? Where's your origin? And everything. People may say, "Oh well, you know." If people just ask questions, no, those things mean something. If I'm from Britain. If I'm from England, I use well correctly. If I'm from England, I'm from England. It's not that I'm from England, but what's your origin? You understand? I think little things like that. It doesn't bother me, but you know, it's it's just something that's just been on my looking at the you know the yeah, the immigration situation and knowing the fact that the new um, uh, immigration bill is, is coming through as well. But again, people may say, "What's it about?" It's just my my opinion. It's just my you know my my thinking, and hopefully. Um, People agree with me. If you don't agree with me, I understand. And yeah, this is, you know, this, this is my party show and that's how it is. I'm out.